0: Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things, the word, the integrity of it and its ability to transform, the Holy Spirit, his power and demonstration of the same, and love, love for God, for yourself and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted word from God's servant. Get ready for a transformation. God's I've been doing this a while, privileged to do that, and sometimes when you want to go for a meeting, God speaks to you about what the whole thing is about. And I love those ones, very exciting, because uh, you can look out for what he's going to do. Sometimes you just come blank and he does what he wants to do. Um, before I left Dallas, I was I was seeing a pregnant woman and a woman who delivered. A pregnant woman and a woman who delivered. So, um, I got here and uh, this morning I, I was studying and in my Bible I was seeing <laughs> a woman pregnant and a woman who delivered. Now, that, that's to be a metaphor. Um, some are about to get pregnant. literally, And one of them is, tonight is already, I saw her already. Oh, yeah. It's actually a husband I need to pray for, not her. Um, but the church, two things, pregnancy and delivery too in other words you're about to really take a leap hey. Are, have you ever been in a, a roller coaster when it's actually ascending yeah not the ones you have here in texas we have some dangerous ones <laughs> they take you so high and it goes very fast so a fast train is not very comfortable <laughs> so don't think While you're getting the results and it's exciting, the fast train is not very comfortable. But it's gonna move you fast. It's when you get to your destination and you see the time it took you to get there, you are not grateful. But the ride is really not uh, So, my job is to uh, help you understand that you are are in a fast train. This train is gonna take off before I leave. not very comfortable, <laughs> I told you, <laughs> but when you get there, uh, which means you'll be at the destination regular than the, sorry, faster than ahead of the regular time. In other words, uh, 15 years' walk would take God one, one year five months because of your fast train. Before I uh, we go ahead tonight, you've heard a lot. I don't even know where to preach again. And thank God for the work. Can we thank the Lord for the lives of these people? <laughs> when I was talking about service, two things came to my mind. Let me help somebody. There's a difference between immaturity and Rebellion. There's a huge difference. As you mature, you know that God doesn't think the way we think. He doesn't even say things, anything close to the way we say things. The only person who, are, who helps Jesus, the Father, to understand how we think sometimes is Jesus. Because he's the only one who took on this flesh. Uh, the Father knows, but not experientially. There's a difference. It is most likely that someone who is immature in the Lord will be transactional with God when it comes to service. It's called immaturity. As it matures, it drops the transactional aspect of things. And that's why you tell your kid, kid, um, do this and I'll do this. That's what kids understand. Do this and I'll do this. Sometimes when you say, dad, okay, I can do this, what are you going to give me that's kids for you. And it's no wrong; they are kids. Okay, but if you remain transactional with God, it simply means you remain a kid. So the job of the house is to develop the kids to become men. And now let me tell you this: you have to deliberately drop being transactional. Paul said, "When I was a child, I acted like a child; I was transactional." But when I became a man, I he actually had to let them go because they don't leave you. Y'all are listening. They don't leave you. You have to let them go. And it transitioned from your relationship with God transitions from a credit-based relationship to you being a debtor. Now, you've been a debtor simply means you, are now, you owe God something. Your life, your existence. It's a level of knowledge you, become, you keep appreciating as you're going. So, your relationship with God it will never be based on performance. God doesn't need to do anything to impress you. Then you found him. But it's a journey to get there. So, don't kill yourself. Alright? But don't remain there. Now that's immaturity. Rebellion says, I know I've seen God's goodness, I've tasted of His goodness, but I just decide I want to walk in the flesh just a little bit. One of, one of my, I don't like using the word sons, one of my friends, <laughs> one of my friends, because the person is God's son anyway, one of my friends, <laughs> you know, that's the truth. One of my friends uh, told me and called me and said, The keyboardist in the church just decided he came to church because he had the grouse with the pastor. He chose that that Sunday he won't play. So, praise worship was on. The keyboard was there and it was in service. And he didn't play. So, I told him, Congratulations. Yeah, I told my colleague, Congratulations. So I said, go and buy more keyboards. Right? and the beauty of God is He's gonna send you four minimum. As I said, now they have about six keyboardists. One walked in the next Sunday. He just walked in, said, came to church, he sat down, nobody was playing. That our brother still was still at wall. he was still angry with God and men. And um so one the, Place where she was going, on, keyboard was there. So one person came to pass and said, "Mister please, I know how to play that. Can I go and play?" Aha. <laughs> she didn't even, she didn't pass us permission. <laughs> we have been waiting for Dow, KJV, <laughs> and that's how he went. And now almost all the kids, because he's now training everyone. God brought and the skill set. Please. Don't. Let me use praise for example. Play something. You went quiet as I came. <laughs> Is that sunglasses or they just They're not sunglasses. They, they're, you're bad, man. <laughs> praise the Lord. Play play play. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Listen carefully God does not need your praise absolutely not please don't ever think you're doing God a favor thanking him praising him blessing it does not need anybody's praise can you imagine you know I don't know about you you know like where you wake up in the morning and tell your husband thank God for you I'm so glad that God gave me a head like yourself And especially if the man is headward like myself. (laughs) God made you a true husband and thank you for all your sacrifices for this family. Or you wake up in the morning and look at your wife. I am a blessed man. To have a gift like you. Having to wake up next to you every morning. I will do it for eternity. You hear that? Come on now. <laughs> the girl is good. Let the boy be better. <laughs> Let the boy be better <laughs> because the boy is also good. <laughs> now listen carefully. So you can imagine that that sister's day is set. That brother's day is set. You will buy things you didn't plan for, and that's who we are someone's validation eulogy especially the right people okay it's not uh it's not uh, uh they're not psycho fans or they're not trying to get into your head they are sincerely appreciating you you feel good god doesn't need your good words to feel good if he does we have to go and look for another one to serve it cannot be god So you can imagine if you praising God in the morning makes God's day. (laughs) Are you not praising God in the morning? (laughs) Breaks his day. So one makes his day, your praise makes his day. So you can imagine how cranky God will be all day because because of you. Now, he doesn't do anything for you or hold anything back from you because you praise him. No. he doesn't need your praise so you can imagine if your praise makes his day a day with the Lord is like so for 1000 years <laughs> got to <will> be grumpy <laughs> no you are the one who needs praise he doesn't change his texture doesn't affect him you know what praise is? you are telling him God come into my world because he, by virtue of his own design he cannot intrude into it until he's invited in praise thanksgiving prayer is the way to invite him in so you praise you praise for you it doesn't make God be better bigger it doesn't make him love you more or less at all it it doesn't mean you stop blessing you no but it just means that though you can be blessed but because God is not in your day your day can so go go so bad that the blessings you have you will expend it on nothing you are just inviting him into your day you are the one who needs praise so when I see folks praising God as though God needs their praise I'm going brother you are lost and you need revelation there's nothing you will do that will make god different from who he is nothing not one not your prayer not your giving not your praise not your singing he doesn't need it if he do, if he needs that to be god it was not god before you came he he does not need that before any creation came into existence whenever the father needs praise the Son and the Holy Ghost will give it to him. When the Son needs praise, the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost will give it to him. When is the turn of the Holy Ghost? That's why it's self-existing. This is my beloved son. What kind of eulogy is more than that? In whom I am well pleased. And for your own good. listen, KJV. Listen to him. For your own good but when I praise when I worship I'm acknowledging to God Lord you know Lord I'm, I'm so useless without you and I'm gonna have a terrible day if you don't come into my day, even though I'm your child and even though I command my day and I keep commanding it and commanding it and commanding it I do not acknowledge the commander of commanders nothing happens and you wonder but pastor commanded my day the day did not respond the day unto day, day utter speech it only responds to the voice of God through you and the voice of God through you is praise the Bible says he sings over them Zephaniah 4 he delights over us with singing god doesn't sing how does it sing through you the holy ghost gives you a song in the morning sometimes from your sleep you've been singing it but you wake up you don't sing it anymore he's trying to tell you he's actually knocking on the door of your morning and your day and your heart knocking why will god knock you know you know, Revelation 3 says i stand at the door and i knock if you open which means Jesus doesn't have the key to that door bring it down (laughs) capo. bring it down a bit no don't worry I'm very he's my friend I just like the guy why is he knocking on the door he doesn't have the key (laughs) do you knock on the door you you have the key to no you just open it Jesus doesn't have the key to that door So he says, you who has the key, if you open, he will come in. Uh And Jesus does not break down doors. It's Satan that does that. Jesus is door breaking, anointing. He's not in the kingdom of God. I'm going to set you loose for two minutes. Anytime you don't feel like giving God praise, Satan is telling you don't bring God into your matter. And that's why your praise must not be conditional. One of my my colleagues, (laughs) the man had been with me for, I mean, led him to Christ, discipled him, and he served one of the churches I pastored. And they got married and they were about they wanted to travel abroad for the first time. They were going to go to England for on holiday. We're still here all in Nigeria. This was in the 90s. And um, he came to the house with his passport. And this is a brother who serves me. This brother, God used this brother to teach me faithfulness. I'm not kidding. I led him to Christ. I discipled him. God used him to teach me faithfulness. so he said uh, we want to travel we've not traveled before we want to go to uk for our honeymoon and blah 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 because he's a diligent brother i took his passport god is not like that but i am like that (laughs) okay i'm trying to be like him (laughs) so i took his passport i'm praying i said lord i can't even remember if i prayed i just told him held his passport in my hand and gave it back to him i said nobody can refuse you visa to any country on this earth. And I returned his passport. They went to the British Embassy for the interview. Barely did he ask them any question. Boom, boom, rejection stamp. <laughs> it wasn't even a black one, red. <laughs> Very loud and pronounced. Stay with me. So when they got out of the embassy and the wife said, let's go back to Pastor and tell him that uh, they refused us. The brother and my colleague said no. He said this stamp is an error. He said this stamp is a mistake. He said uh, God's child told us, no country will ever, this one is an error, except UK is not a country. So what do we do? So we go home and we give God some quality praise. So they went home and thanked God for two, two hours. Solid celebration. And they changed the plans temporarily. Instead of the United Kingdom, Birmingham, they went to Oshobo. <laughs> The head is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Before they got back, when they got back, they saw a letter that had been slipped under their apartment. It was from the embassy. Telling them to return to the embassy. It was sent a day after they traveled. An MP came and reviewed all the visas in the embassy. Rejections, acceptance, blah, blah, blah. And of all the heap of files of rejections <laughs> she picked out my colleagues and his wife and was reprimanding the interviewer. Why did you reject these people? Long story short, told the guy, get an official, can, get a Nigerian staff, go to the address and drop the letter yourself. They lived in Idru. For those of you who know Nigeria well, this, this house might be number five, the next one might be number 1,000. So, <laughs> it's not a place that you can easily find your way, not organized as it were. So, for a whole day, the guy was turning red, trying to locate the apartments. They went back, their faces were issued, their funds were returned to them with apologies. But if your God is the one you celebrate God not because of what he said but because what he has done but because of his performance you will miss out on God. And anything you've not praised God on you can't feel disappointed about. Lift up your two hands and just give him praise for minute. You deserve deserve the lifting of my hands to you, Lord. You deserve, you deserve, you deserve the lifting of my hands. Lord, you deserve. He does not need our praise, but he deserves our praise. the Believing of my hands Lord, you deserve. You deserve you deserve the lifting of my hands. one more time say and you, deserve. you deserve come on tell him be loud and tell him, lord you deserve it you don't need it but you deserve my praise of my hands. You hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. You like Hello Pento, Hello Vicano. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. You're a your husband? Okay. Can you move your. Pastor, can I create your indulgence? Can you. Uh, Just the husband. I'm not trying to separate you. Just take your Bible and stuff Sit on this chair. I sat before I here. Yeah? Let's just move and sit down, there. Eh? Mm, how you, Jesus. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. His really Jesus, Son of the Living God. The Living God. Bladder issue, there's something wrong with your bladder. I don't know whether it's a leak or whatever. Enjoy this weekend under the auction of the Holy Ghost. That matter is closed. Come on, I said, That matter is closed. Brand new bladder. To the glory of the Lord. Come on, child, Give the Lord a hand of praise. Let's tell him you deserve Lord, you. Deserve. I feel the power of God. Come on. You deserve. You deserve. You, deserve, you, deserve the of my head. you may be seated briefly. Now I, I don't want to be you to be choked. You've listened to two wonderful words. So I'm just going to give you a nugget tomorrow. We'll take it from there. the zeal of the Lord of Hosts Father Salabi, can you help me find out what's up with his leg why he's using the clutches here let me find out from him and tell me later now Jesus is a wonder ladies and gentlemen your father my father your father he is a wonder Praise the Lord. I bring you greetings from the Director of Finances, Kitchen Affairs, and General Well-Being of the Olawale family. (laughs) Her name is Bola. She sends her (laughs) regards. No, sit down. I'll tell him when to come. Just sit down. Don't worry. Glory be to God. Now, the zeal of the Lord of hosts. So, I'm going to try and... (laughs) I've asked the Holy Spirit to help me break it down. Alright? So, we're going to do it today. Just, and please form the habit of writing down. You must always write down. Okay? You can't grasp everything, matter how intelligent you are. Let's go to our text, uh, chapter 9 and verse 6 and 7. Hallelujah. hallelujah is this a new king james version? all right then let's go now please let's read it a loud voice please be deliberate about reading the scriptures observe the punctuation marks I tell your neighbor, don't mama scriptures those who mama died in the wilderness you will live in Jesus name all right then so let's no mama let's read aloud want to read the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment from that time forward even the now when we get to the zeal I need you to emphasize the zeal okay want to read the of the lord of now host host lord of hosts is mm, warrior okay so the zeal of a Lord of hosts okay we'll perform this now just a second reading that might help us understand tonight isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14 i just want to praise you lord and I leave No, don't worry, thank you God bless you God bless you, don't worry, no we'll sing Carry your Bible I love you You are everything to me And i exalt your He doesn't know this one Kapo. Amen Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can we read together? Please want to read. Therefore... alright so the Bible says unto us the child is born unto us his son is given government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called wonderful counselor but before then God was speaking through Isaiah to Isaiah is more of the Messiah prophet of all the prophets in the Old Testament he prophesied the most about Jesus and is most quoted in the New Testament and the Bible says um he gave this profound prophecy of the Lord unto us the child is born a son is given but before then he had spoken earlier and said the child will be born the child will be given and the child will come from a virgin the Bible is a book of prophecies very interesting there are about two thousand five hundred prophecies in the Bible of the two thousand five hundred prophecies in the Bible 2000 have been fulfilled and 500 will be fulfilled when Jesus show up again and brethren it's you know when can you imagine when God tells you from when nobody knew nothing that something was going to happen and 2000 had happened already now the reason is because the God who inspired the prophets to speak is an all-knowing God all-knowing in a prophecy is not for us is God telling us what will happen to God. God is telling us what has happened. That's the difference because he doesn't live in time. Time is the reason why there is a present past and a future. Stay with me. He doesn't live in time. So when God tells you something, he's telling you what he has seen. He's telling you what has been done. Alright, that thing might be a billion years away. Okay, because it doesn't live in time, everything to God is a moment. It is not a time. And that's why it can't fail. So the Bible says in Isaiah, declares the end from the beginning. And from times immemorial, the things that be not, saying my will be done in them. So when God tells you something, ladies and gentlemen, please I need you to understand clearly that God who spoke to you, who told you, I will help you, I will deliver you, who showed you in a dream, showed you in a vision, caused a scripture to jump at you. That God isn't trying to show up. The Bible does not call him the arriving help in the time of need. It calls him what? What? present. In other words, before the trouble shows up, God has been. It is actually the trouble that catches up with God in time. So your God is not trying to show up. And that's where the devil wants us locked in. That God come. Come to where? The person you are telling to come has to be in time. So I need you to understand some facts about God He loves you too much For him to subject your life to Unnecessary pain Because there is a necessary one Loves you too much Brethren Loves you too much To subject your life To unnecessary pain But brethren There is also an avenue whereby we can Subject ourselves to unnecessary pain. We'll come to that probably tomorrow or Saturday, On Sunday. So, this book of prophecies, brethren, is, I mean, it's exciting for me. So, here is God who knows what will happen. Now, most of it is not by, it's not the fact that he um, predetermined it. Some, he predetermined. Alright? But because, like God telling you that, oh, um, um, are going to kill Jesus hang him on the cross all right now it's because he knows the choices that the people will make even before they made it now let me explain this everything in time bring it down a little bit when I wanted you to play you didn't play well (laughs) please put your hands together for my friend it's my new friend amen now listen carefully In the realm of time is where we make decisions. Outside of time you don't make decisions. God is not deciding. Okay. Let me help you. <laughs> like like am I speaking over your head? God is not deciding. Okay, do you know Satan does not know what he wants to do concerning you now? Hmm? He's going to get filters from demons and whatever. They will now strategize and make a plan. Hmm? Yeah, you can only do that in time. You cannot do that outside of time. But plan has to be implemented in time. So God knows what Satan will do before Satan decides on what to do. Do you understand? So before the devil, in 50 years time, if the Lord tarries, what the devil will plan to do that the devil doesn't know now that he needs to have a plan for 50 years. God already knows it. Now he didn't know it today. He knew it before Lucifer was created. He's all-knowing. So the usual question I'm asked is, then why can't he stop this from happening? That from happening? Very simple answer. I told you he doesn't have the key to all doors. By his own design, there are some doors that you are in charge of. Prophecy is uh, God telling us what will show up. Stay with me. And once the word comes into time, don't forget, please, let me not derail. Time is up. There's always a vehicle that carries the word from when it was said to when it will happen. There's always a vehicle that carries. Okay, so I'm here now. All right? And by this monitor or speaker or whatever they call it and i say well by next year all right by next year uh, he will be coming with his daughter to church okay so i said that by next year now where god says that for example god is simply saying By virtue of my integrity. Now, he doesn't need to monitor what he has said, please. Like um, Angel, Mike, Gabriel, I've said this make sure nothing stops it. We should go look for another God to serve. Ah <laughs> uh-uh. ah. <laughs> I know the Bible says he watches over his word to perform Uh aha but truthfully when he says he watches over what he watches brethren is the vehicle that carries the word from when he said it to when we see it in time that vehicle that conveys his word of prophecy into the implementation is called his integrity is what so all prophecies in scripture God says and this will happen and this will happen. What is it that makes it happen? His integrity Now the integrity is connected to his throne I don't know what his throne is made of. The Bible gives us different. Isaiah will see, we see a part Ezekiel will see, we see a part Uh, Another one, Daniel will see, we see a part. But the only thing that is common to all of them, we know the foundation We don't know what else but we know what righteousness and justice so by virtue of that ladies and gentlemen anything that the lord says is already righteous and it is already just now listen carefully watch me still so when god says oh brother you are going to buy a house and you're moving into your house before the end of this year so God says that he's not receiving it. doesn't need one so God says that (laughs) you are now loud (laughs) I didn't hear you before (laughs) and so shall it be in the name of Jesus come you see when people want something you know it lift up your two hands Father I need an usher I need an OSHA Just, you know, when somebody wants something, he wants it. <laughs> you know, I was in Vancouver. No, we went outskirts of Vancouver. They were needed to open another church there. So we had a kind of an indoor crusade for the community. So brought, they brought the sick, brought quite a lot of people. There was a guy on the wheelchair. He was on the front, said, He's been paralyzed. He had an accident from his uh, neck down chest down he'd been paralyzed it Was his neck or chest i can't remember anyway he's been on the wheelchair for over a decade i was preaching talking about the power of the holy spirit then the guy interrupted my sermon and said can i get up it was one who asked me i didn't pray i didn't do anything he said can I get up? suddenly he got angry with his situation you know Paul talked about the Bible talks about the man Paul was preaching then Paul sensed that the man had faith oh yeah so, so for people, you don't hold them back the man had faith said I said yeah why not and right before our eyes the leg that had not moved in 10 years the first thing he did was to use his leg to remove <laughs> yeah you know his leg has to sit on something oh yeah the whole place erupted it's just the word of god all right so please this is god's house feel free mm? it's, it's not their house it's the house of their father all right now listen carefully so what conveys the word so the lord has said now that um they will have a baby so god said okay that they will have a baby for example so what conveys what makes sure that the word happens within the year you know when the lord says to abraham says to Isaac, or rather abraham and sarah he says at the time of the fullness of the life nine months you have a son now god did not have to stay around to supervise that word it is an insult brother It's an insult the lord gave the word great is the company of them in other words, when God speaks, you'll be any echo. Echo. So God says, you have a how, 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 how. echo. So anywhere you go, some people look at you and say, house. Say, but I'm, my name is not house. Don't miss the point. It is echoing. Some people some, some will just look at you and I say, I don't know. I'm just looking at you and I'm thinking of house. It's the echo. Grace is the company of them that will declare it so when you are sick and they said oh you have cancer cancer (laughs) and the lord says you are healed of the cancer cancer then suddenly the word is healed 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 is echoing then somebody looks at you and says, well i don't have have a feeling i had a dream that you are suddenly okay echo and the doctor says the reports are coming in what happened did you change your diet or anything oh no i'm sitting with my ice cream echo What conveys the word from declaration to performance? What? Whose integrity? By two immutable things for which it is impossible for God to lie. Poke your neighbor and say, He can't lie. Brethren, He cannot lie. God lie. John 6 63 is the spirit that quickens, the flesh profits nothing. The words I say unto you, they are not mere words, they are spirit and they are life. Yeah. God has spoken, who can disannul? His hand is stretched who is able to draw back? Brethren, when God speaks, guess what? Anything He has spoken, He cannot reverse. Why? If He reverses it, His throne is not just. That's why he says Because I couldn't swear by another name There's no authority higher than me I swore by myself And brethren When God swears by himself So anytime God speaks His name is at stake His throne is at stake His integrity Which is the totality of all this Is at stake That's why he hurts him When he gives you a promise And you cannot believe him If his word fails, Jesus is not true. Because in the beginning was, and the word was, and the word became flesh. The word became flesh. If God's word fails, the word that became flesh is a failure. But, brethren, it cannot fail. Oh, it cannot fail. Oh, brethren, it cannot fail. of all the prophecies the integrity of god is a conveying vehicle from pronouncement to performance at our own realm there's nothing called performance at his own (laughs) realm it was performed when he said but we are the ones that have time it was performed when And god said let there be and see it is not a possibility that there won't be i need you to understand that but of all the 2500 prophecies there are these two prophecies in the bible that integrity is not the conveying vehicle for performance only to bring it down too loud now only two. I ask you again church what is the instrument, or what's the conveying vehicle that conveys God's promise from the prophecy to the performance his integrity and his integrity is connected to his throne his throne had been (laughs) do you know why he can't fail do you know the source of his throne only two sir that god spoke and he says what will make this one happen is not my integrity it's my zeal only two the one we read in Isaiah the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this one it's not my integrity that I'll perform it put back his integrity from this stay with me second one was you find it in the book of this is Isaiah 37 but it's a duplication of what you see in Second Kings 19 2 Kings 19 and Isaiah 37 is the same just duplicated let me give you a scripture to write down 2nd Kings 19, 31. Which is repeated in Isaiah 37 and verse number 32. For out of Jerusalem shall go a remnant. And those who escape from Mount Zion. What will make this happen? Anytime you see God speak, He won't put anything. It doesn't need to. His integrity will make it happen. But when God tells you, this one will not be carried, the channel of performance will not be my integrity. It will be my zeal. Only two. So when I saw the topic, I'm going, "Okay, Lord, where do I start with these guys? But the Holy Spirit helped me. So this is just a simple aspect of it, okay? And understand it. only true, so whenever there is two only true two of 2500 in scripture, you need to study it. If there are 2500 promises and only two has a different conveying vehicle, oh, you got to go sit down and study. One has to do with his son, unto what a child is born, unto what the son is given. The other has to do with his people. So what is zeal? The zeal of the Lord is God's fervent, intense jealousy over three things. Number one, his glory or his honor. Number two, his son. Christ Jesus. Number three, his people. You and you and you and you and you, his children. Of the 2500 prophecies, God says well, the conveying vehicle for all promises, the 2500, is my integrity. But only these two. My zeal. That's why he says the zeal of the lord of hosts will perform this one this one will not go like the route of others is unique is different this one only the zeal of the lord of hosts. there do you know why now for you to appreciate why you need to sit down with scripture but we, we dig deeper tomorrow i'm just crossing the surface now now listen carefully so when god gives you a prophecy, the vehicle don't forget god is all-knowing God is intense. God is powerful. He's greatest. He knows everything. His integrity follows everything. But brethren, these two of the 2,500, my zeal will perform it. He has to do with his own glory, has to do with his son, which is the word, and has to do with you and you and you and you. Tell your neighbor God is zealous about you. fervent affection and jealousy that he has for his glory has to his son and has to his people this phrase is used three times in scripture stay with me this phrase is used three times in scripture just three times the three times is for two occasions and these are the two occasions I presented before you when he was prophesying about Jesus and Isaiah 9 and during the time of ezekiah sennacherib and rabshakeh came and god says the remnants will not be taken away they will be established his people just those two times now i need you to please let's break down this zeal of the lord because we've saying it but the bible actually says the zeal there's no zeal of the lord you won't find that in scripture It's incomplete it is a zeal of the Lord of hosts there's nothing called the zeal of the Lord is the zeal of the Lord of hosts the Lord doesn't have a zeal the Lord is Jehovah is Jehovah the man of war that has zeal so you never see the zeal of the Lord man can say oh Jehu can say come and see my zeal for God that is man enthusiastic for God's work and labor but I'm talking of God to men No, the character of God that propels zeal and runs in zeal is the Lord of hosts. Lord of hosts is warrior. Anytime you hear God, Lord of hosts is in a battle regalia. So, Lord of hosts is not king who sits on the throne. Lord of hosts, no, no, no. He's not king. He's not father who is ready to bless his children. Lord of Hosts is not Jehovah El Shaddai, my provider. His name is good. no Lord of Lord of Hosts. He is the one who is dressed up, and Joshua saw him by the side of Jericho and said, "Are you for us against our enemies?" He said, "Neither as captain of the host of heaven have I come." And he removed his shoe. When it is the zeal of the Lord of Hosts, shoes cannot remain on your feet. We'll talk about that tomorrow. When is the Lord of hosts, ladies and gentlemen? Stop, please, cannot, you cannot sit down. It's time for war. The Lord is arisen out of his holy temple. Let the whole earth be silent because lift your hands and shout, Hallelujah! So when when Mama was talking about God the defender, oh I said she knows what she's talking about. Oh no. Lord, the zeal is only in his office as Lord of hosts. Lord of hosts simply means there is a host and is leading them. Those are the hosts that showed up, sir. Those two cases, the host showed up. In Hezekiah's case, the host showed up. In fact, they only sent one. One in the 5,000 soldiers. They died without the raising of a sword. So when we are talking of fast tracking in the spirit, when the Lord of hosts comes, you know, can you imagine? Do you know those days, you know, you read in scripture and they fought against the Midianites. You think it was an overnight battle. Six months, they are still fighting. One year they are still fighting. But what they will do over seven years. Jesus did it in seven days. Why? Lord of hosts. Finally, number three. Apart from the fact that the phrase a lot of us. You only find it in two occasions, three places only in the Bible. Each of those two occasions, that phrase or the word of prophecy connected with it, always, it's always preceded by a sign. Go to chapter 7, verse 14. Oh, I feel like preaching now. My time is up already. Chapter Isaiah, Isaiah, please forgive me. Isaiah seven fourteen. <laughs> Therefore, the Lord will give you what? Now, what we see in verse nine and verse six about the song, this was where the prophecy started. But God says, before the Lord of hosts shows up, there must be. Sorry. Go to chapter number. Second Kings, and chapter number nineteen, where we read. Verse number twenty-nine. Quickly, run. preceded by a sign now what did the Bible say before the Lord of hosts shows up there will always be a sign stay with me now for you to understand the sign and the performance (laughs) let me tell you what the sign is I don't know why this story came to my head I remember too many things tonight I was in a place called Longford Island, preaching in a conference. And I, I, I felt the Lord would have me pray for the sick, so sick folks came forward. While I was praying for the sick, I got to a lady, and the Lord told me to tell her that, uh, was there a house or something, but it was something outrageous. And God said what's was going to happen to them soon. So I told her, and that's what she'd been praying for. So I left her. I went minister to other folks. And the Holy Spirit told me that she didn't believe what the Lord had said. I should go back to her and tell her again. So I went back. I'd matured. When I was younger, I don't, I can't stand such people. God is here. <laughs> but I've matured. So I went back and told her, I said, ma, the Lord told me you didn't believe me. He said to tell you. So, so, and so. it was a big thing though. So I left. Means that other people. and the Holy Spirit told me that she still doesn't believe. So go back, and when you get to her, I will tell you what to do. So I went back to her. So I stood in front of her. So the Lord says to tell her. So God says He's going to help you. I, you know, there's a difference between maturity and rebellion, right? Maybe she's just not mature, and God needed to help her. He won't give you a sign like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> So don't expect, hey, Lord, you said, sign, 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 sign. Let one of my shoes be missing and the other be found. <laughs> nah, that's not what I'm talking about. And Lord said to tell her, God says, a money will be deposited into your account as a sign. The money will be a lot. Like about a million. You don't mistakenly transfer a million <laughs> pounds into someone's account said, return it immediately. It is just a sign. It will help your faith to know that God is, it means what he's saying. And I left. I was still in, I le- left Longford in Ireland, or Dublin for another meeting. The pastor called me two days after. And said, the husband of the lady, he's in London, he decided to check the accounts today, two days after. So he called his wife and said, So you have money like this, and I've been suffering. <laughs> the man said, Why is that which money? We've been praying together for breakthrough. Which money? He said, I'm seen over a million. Where did you get it from? The woman started crying. He said, please inform the bank. It is a sign. Return it. <laughs> God gives you let, let's there is a difference between when the prophecy is declared and when it matures. And this is where we'll close tonight. There's a time of the declaration, and there's a time of the maturation. Let's juxtapose Isaiah 7, 4, 14, and Isaiah 7, Isaiah 9, 6, and we close. Is it possible? Is it Ikea? What's his name? Chima. Chima. Nanubo. <laughs> Ofuma? Chima is okay. Okay, Chima is the one upstairs. All right, God bless you. Can you wave? let me thank them? They are powerful. They can ruin your sermon. Just let me appreciate them. God bless you, real good. No, no, they are doing a good job, pastor. It's okay. I want to say, oh, <laughs> 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 Now, please focus, focus. We have we have gotten to where the rubber meets the road now. Don't lose sight. Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you. Come on, you are not reading. You are not focused now want to read what's the sign now please can you bear that in mind or open it on your your Bible while we go to the next reading Isaiah 9 verse 6 so please open this in your Bible don't open Isaiah 9 6 just keep this open this was The sign is when the prophecy is announced talking about the Lord of hosts the zeal of the Lord of hosts so in announcing he says that this is a sign in other words when God shows up when the zeal of the Lord of hosts is about to come into operation the first evidence is a sign but brother how we manage the sign how we handle the sign will determine to a large extent if maturation will happen that sounds interesting almost conflicting to what i said earlier but it's not listen carefully so this will be a sign a virgin shall be so the first thing you want to know about this 714 is a sign then in chapter 9 verse 6 verse 6 uh not 7 please verse 6 for unto us a child is unto us the son is so the son in chapter 7 was a sign the son in chapter 9 is a gift i take that again the son in chapter seven was what? And the son in chapter nine is. The sign is a means to an end. The end itself is the gift. So in chapter number seven, we are dealing with... A sign in chapter number 9 we're dealing with what a gift when the prophecy was given in chapter 7 now prophecy has matured in chapter 9 so chapter 7 says I will chapter 9 says welcome him he's here unto what and a virgin shall have a son and she shall call his name but now unto us a child is is not to be born he's born unto us a son is given so one is a sign and the other is a gift number two one is a child of a virgin verse seven chapter seven and a virgin shall now conceive is not the same as birth In chapter 9, the son is born. But brethren, a lot of us (laughs) Glory be to God. In the name of Jesus Christ. This weekend you get pregnant with possibilities. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. This weekend, you will get pregnant with possibilities. In Jesus' name. I close here. Who named the child in chapter 7? No, no. Chapter 7. And the virgin shall be with child. And she will name him. Who named the child? Who named the child in chapter seven? The mother. What did he, what did she call him? Manuel. In chapter seven, unto us the child is chapter nine. Unto us the child is born. Unto what the son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Who named him in chapter 9? No. The people that have experienced him. In chapter 7, how many names? In chapter nine, how many names? Five. Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince. Stay with me. <laughs> The woman did not name her Emmanuel for everybody. She named him Emmanuel based on the experiences she was having. What's the meaning of Emmanuel? So here she was pregnant with the baby. And everybody's looking at her. You must be a prostitute. How can you be betrothed and be pregnant? your marriage hasn't happened even the boy the fiance was looking at her and wondering what manner of woman is this but only she knew no man touched me God touched me the baby I'm carrying is uncommon and because it's uncommon it needs an uncommon understanding So anytime they call her names and it seems as though this baby is going to come down. She said, don't worry. God is with us. Us is mom and child. Not everybody. Are you listening to me? Yes, so I don't know how many of you are pregnant with promises. God has given you a promise. is a pregnancy. Before performance shows up. Performance is when you deliver the baby. God has said, I will do this I will do that I will do this I will do that and you have the pregnancy you are pregnant with it you've been carrying it around all the while. but brethren each time sometimes when the world comes and says look at you and say, nobody does this here nobody of your ancestry gets job in these places but you say but god told me when i was coming here i had not come here before he told me i am carrying the pregnancy but they say well the world is telling you it is not no it is not normal it can't happen tell them keep telling yourself baby don't worry emmanuel it is with us god is with you and i we are not going to unbox this baby we are going to carry to fruition a lot of you You are carrying uncommon promises. Uncommon help. Uncommon assurance of God. But you are wearing the world. And you are looking at the baby. Instead of saying. Instead of saying. They tell you well. Or sometimes your own doubt. Your own doubt shows up. Because everybody seems to be going ahead. And you are wondering. Oh Lord you told me. You showed me when I was young. That by my father and my 11 brothers who bow down to me how come i'm still in the house of slavery when you even gave me breakthrough i became the chief slave in the house of a potiphar but he's telling you baby don't worry emmanuel god is you and i this baby will not be aborted a lot of us you are not behaving as though you are pregnant some of you go ahead And when the word hits you and your doubt hits you and Satan's ploy to abort the baby hits you, you've called the name of this baby Ichabod, the glory has departed. Some of you have looked at your baby and said his name is Benoni, son of my sorrow. Some of you have looked at because you feel God's calling on your life is making you backward. God's grace upon your life is making you not go ahead. You don't know who you are dealing with. It will take an Elizabeth to understand what you are saying. So I'm pregnant. God says, even though I was born in the very, very backside of Africa, where there was, there's not much of amenities. god says i'm going to set you on the throne you'll be a pastor to leaders national presidents and blah 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 so you are wondering at the time he got you conceived when you conceived it when the promise came when the promise was delivered to you and the pregnancy was conceived you didn't have food to eat at the time he was calling you (laughs) and at the time was talking to you you were wondering how will you get money to buy your GCE form to sign the next exam when God is telling you well you know you are sleeping one day and suddenly the Holy Ghost came and impregnated you and impregnated you with visions of going to Canada going to a particular place and you are going to move that city for me all the nations and the mayors they will come and worship in your church and you are wondering God we don't have passport he said where is passport office I don't know but God says oh no you don't understand what you are calling a prophecy is a ready assurance with God it has happened already but brethren when God impregnates you, you can't go around everywhere. If you are kind an uncommon child, you need to go to uncommon places. Yes. The pregnancy makes me heavy. I want to run, it slows me down. Yeah, I can't, I can't hop from bed to bed i can't sleep around like others it will abort my own pregnancy (laughs) it will abort it i I mean you can run hop from one church to another church to another church you are light-footed i'm heavy the pregnancy makes me does not make me run and that's why when god took hold of jacob got him pregnant he lost ability to run around When others are cheating, not paying correct taxes, my own pregnancy will not allow me. Even though I won't get any return, and they will tell me to still pay some money, I must declare fully. Why? I am heavy. I'm carrying something uncommon. I can't just leave. See, if you are pregnant, don't go to the nightclub like our friends. People lose pregnancy by dancing. I'm pregnant. But have you seen an Egyptian woman before, sir? So have you seen an Egyptian woman, Jehovah? They are so beautiful. Their skin is like bronze, like Ikes own. Is it IKE? What's his name? Kalechi. <laughs> <Fresh. laughs> so you can take Kalechi's own and polish it again. Oh yeah. And the woman who was toasting Joe was a bourgeoisie, high class. say "Joe, Joe, come here. I'll take care of you." What you say, ma? You are beautiful, but I'm pregnant. And the doctor told me, if I have any form of intercourse with this pregnancy, it will terminate the pregnancy. Some of you are hanging around with people who are not pregnant. They will suggest to you things that is normal to them that should be abnormal to you. A young man came, brought his resume. said, Pastor, I've, I've been trying to get a job. I can't get a job. While he was talking to me, the Holy Spirit whispered, resume to me so i knew just by that what he was saying i said what do you have in your resume that is not correct you have two years experience you converted two years to 15. you are not pregnant you are very light-footed and you know what time you are pregnant is very uncomfortable you have three, you know what we're talking about. Bola can tell better I was never around when she gave birth. Hey <laughs> God, I always around for one of five. I perfected the skill of sending out an assignment and returning with the person. It's a grace. <laughs> but you sit down. The hardest times is when you're close to delivery and you can't wait anymore. Said, Look, I think we should get this baby out. I think because suddenly hope delayed where is the soul. But when the promises come, it's a fountain of life. I should be delivering here. But God only gives you room for one name. Before the baby comes, and when everything is thrown at you and it looks like it's not going to happen. Emmanuel. Don't worry, promise he is with us. He who spoke cannot leave us. He who spoke will never rescind on his word his word is here and amen you will come to fruition you will come to pass Are there people who are pregnant with promises here tonight stand to your feet and begin to tell yourself this pregnancy you will come to fruition you will come to fruition what god showed you where nobody was that promise he gave you that vision he showed you that thing he told you before you even knew anything in, in christianity he's taking you there he has not changed his mind But brethren, from today, live as though you are pregnant. Hey brethren, amen. I told you, God doesn't want praise, but he deserves it. So whenever it seems as though something's coming after the child, the only way to protect the child is not to run, is to assure yourself and the baby. Emmanuel, the Lord is with us. For he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. For whoever touches you touches the apple of my eye. The Bible says, for the 321 these people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. Ladies and gentlemen, there is nothing fashioned in hell or in the minds of men that can prevail. For no weapon of warfare from the you shall prosper. Any tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the sons of God. They are is the of me, said the Lord. In righteousness shall not be established you'll be far from terror and oppression for as the mountains are all around Jerusalem so is the Lord around these people Well, brethren I'm pregnant until this baby is out there are some places I can't go Until this baby is out There are some friends I can't have I'm pregnant Oh well, brother After the baby came In Isaiah 9 After he came I you now call him my many names? My names So after the promise had come when God has shown you the Lord of hosts had manifested with his zeal, you must know that grace made this happen. Yes. It cannot be more than five names. Grace made this happen. Wonderful means miracle. Know that it was not by your strength. This is a miracle of God. So whatever God had done for you. That you ever put yourself in the equation brethren you have you have betrayed motherhood <laughs> you did not impregnate yourself with that possibility god is the one even if it was an idea you saw through it was god who gave it to you and brethren god can give it to you and he can decide it will it will come to fruition ecclesiastes says there's an evil i've seen under the sun that god will give a man riches and will not give him power to eat of it That he started and he finished, it was God. That he started and he finished, it was God. Wonderful miracle worker. Miracle worker. Then the Bible says, counselor. Counselor means my guide. Brethren, when we were pregnant, at a time when we didn't know that Herod wanted to kill the baby, because there are kings after the vision. Their authorities and princes wanted to terminate it, but brethren, because of the counselor, he will say, Get up, it's time to go to Egypt, yeah. stay there for two years. I will tell you when to come back, brethren. Even though I didn't hear him, but because I told him, Lord, have your way. Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. Even when I was stumbling, I didn't know what I was doing. I was stumbling into his will. Why? The counselor was guiding me. Is there someone here who acknowledges all I have came from God? It was a miracle from him. Not my effort. Is there anyone that understands and appreciates that it was only the counselor when the enemy came in like a flood? It was the Holy Ghost who raised up a barrier for me. You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song of deliverance. Fill our home protect me from my enemies. Till all my fears are gone. And I'm no longer, longer a, slave a slave to feed. I am, I am saved. saved. I, I am, am a child, child. of God. called wonderful counselor the mighty God the mighty God in the Hebrew is the word Jehovah El Gibor El Gibor the mighty the sovereign in other words the one who shows up to show off have you have you I don't know about you, when I was young, I was very tiny, like tiny, tiny, tiny. (laughs) But I had a friend in school who was the largest guy in school. So I go look for trouble because I had an El (laughs) So anytime you want to beat me, I will call him. Then he stands towering high over me. You look at me, you want to kill me, but because of him, you walk away. I call him Jehovah El sherubah When he shows up, ladies and better God is intimidating. Him. Even you, if he shows up to you, you'll you be incinerated. First Timothy 6:16. 6, he draws in light, no man can approach. So anytime he comes to reveal himself, he turns it down. To what you can accommodate. So you are acknowledging what has happened. Lord, all the help, all the breakthrough. The exams I passed, the visa that was issued, the job I got. Oh Lord, not only are you the one who did the miracle. Not only Lord, are you the one who guided my feet, but Lord, when the enemy came in like a flood. Agidigba. You frail the enemy everlasting father the one who owns eternity dwells in eternity controls in eternity the preserver of existence and at the time when I almost lost the pregnancy you preserved it I don't know about you it is not see anyone I don't I don't know about it. someone asked me I was in the prayer conference I called, not come and speak in the prayer conference and I wanted to help folks because everybody thinks you wake up every morning and you feel like praying so I told them how I slept off in prayer that morning. And that morning, very interesting morning, while I slept off in prayer, I had the dream that I was sleeping, and I slept off. That's two rem of sleep. So I told them, I woke up, I continued from where I stopped. Don't make this thing look like you wake up every day and it's automatic. It is not. It is something you know you have to do. You commit to it. Commitment does not start with enjoyment, otherwise, it's not a commitment, it's a natural flow. he preserves me mistakes i made they'll the baby he preserved me then brother when everything turned loose he gave me peace the prince peace. you split the sea so i can walk I right can through it, it. My feet are drowning, in perfect love. You rescued me, I say. You, you rescued, rescued me, me so, so I can, can stand and say. I am the of God. Lift up your two hands. Can you thank him all over again? Commits the pregnancies into his hands. Keep telling it is well. He's with us. He's with us. The ones that you have done. Thank him for the miracle. I acknowledge is the miracle worker. Bless his name. Come on, tonight is just a night to bless the Lord. Lord, you want the miracle, Lord. I pass the interview because you helped. I will speak ahead of others because you helped. You went to the same embassy. Others went to and they were refused. They gave you. Somebody was there on your behalf. Come on. Sicknesses that you were healed of are taking souls out. Come on. We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you, we honor you, and we celebrate you.